You're listening to the Aggie News Student Podcast, a series by the orientation staff at Utah State University. Transitioning to college is exciting, but there's a lot to do and understand. We're here to talk you through it. I'm your host, Kylie Hopkin, the Orientation Program Coordinator here at USU, and we're so excited to have you join us. All right. Hello, everybody. Today, we are joined by my colleague, Brooke Peacock from the Financial Aid Office, and we are going to be talking about what the Financial Aid Office does, why students should submit their FAFSA, kind of all things financial aid. Brooke, thanks for being here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, Kylie. Thanks for having me. So like she said, Brooke Peacock in the financial aid office. I've been working in the financial aid office for eight years, and I graduated from Utah State with my bachelor's and my master's. So a big time Aggie right here. That's what I like to hear. Thanks for being here. Like I said, today we're talking all things financial aid, and I feel like this is one of the most important resources and offices on campus, but also one of the lesser known or rather like less understood resources and offices on campus um, and available to students. Brooke, what role does the financial aid office play here at Utah State? The financial aid office, big um priority is federal aid. I mean, that's really what we focus on, the FAFSA application, which is the federal aid. So that includes federal Pell Grants, uh, subsidized, unsubsidized loans, um, and federal work study. So it's an online application, and depending on eligibility, those are the certain things that you could qualify for. The biggest, I mean, our, our biggest goal is to help students pay for school help students get through and be able to afford college. So that's, that's what we want to help you do. Absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things is like, we know that students come and they're getting a quality education when they're here at Utah State. And one of the things that I love about the financial aid office is that it's there to support them in that in understanding that like, yeah, it's hard sometimes and it does take finances and funding to do that and to get that quality education. Each each student is assigned a financial aid counselor, is that correct? Mm -hmm. So we have uh, financial aid counselors designated for each college. So kind of the same way the academic advising um, office uh, separates out and assigns your your counselor, we follow um, that same uh, pattern and your financial aid counselor will be uh, knowledgeable of your college and your degree. And really they're just there to help you. Uh, We have a very knowledgeable um, front staff as well. And they are the front line answering our phones and our questions. And anytime you come in, they're so helpful. We have a lot of students. We have work study students. So um, they're your peers. And I think the one thing is the financial aid office sometimes is a little intimidating or the FAFSA is intimidating and we're just here to help. If you have a question, um, FAFSA or not, anything college related, we're here to help you and we can point you in the right direction. And if you need help filling out your FAFSA, anything like that, we, we want to help. We want to see you succeed. And we want you to be aware of all of the resources that are available to you 
through federal aid and help you find other resources as well. Perfect. Now we keep talking about the FAFSA and for students that may not know, that stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid. It is how you get awarded this federal aid that Brooke keeps talking about. Tell us a little bit more about this FAFSA. How do students apply for it? What's kind of the timeline there? What do you recommend for our first semester students? So the FAFSA application opens every single year. It's an, an application you complete online. FAFSA.gov is the application, the website to apply. And it's an application that you fill out every single year. So it opens on October 1st of every year for the following eight years. So October 1st of this year, the new FAFSA application for the 22-23 academic year will become available. So if you're an incoming freshman or incoming student for fall of 22, that's the application you will want to fill out. Um, if you are, the, uh, most of our incoming freshmen and incoming students are considered dependents for FAFSA purposes, which means you will complete the application using both yours and your parents' information. And it's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward process, but like I said, it can be a little intimidating. You just step-by-step step answer some questions and enter in some financial information. And the output of the FAFSA application is an EFC, which is expected family contribution. And that's what uh, we use to determine eligibility. So FAFSA processes your application, gets that output. Um, you can send the application up to 10 schools. So you'll put it in, you'll put in USU, it'll come straight to our office and we'll review it from there. Uh, our typical timeline as far as um, awarding your federal aid. So we will start uh, reviewing the applications within the next couple of months. And then we will award your financial aid package in the springtime. So sometimes students are selected for a process called verification, which means they need to provide some extra documentation. If that's the case, our office will reach out to you and guide you through that process as well and help you get everything finished up. And then by spring, you will know your federal aid package for the following um, school year. So I think you, you asked why. One thing, why and when? as soon as possible, and you should do a FAFSA application, even if you think you're not going to qualify for Pell Grants and you're not interested in student loans, I encourage everyone to complete a FAFSA application. One of the biggest reasons is need-based or scholarships. We have, a, we have a need based scholarship at Utah State that requires a FAFSA application. And a lot of other scholarship opportunities really do require it as well. Some of them not even needs based, they just use that information. So, in order to uh, take advantage of all the resources, I really encourage a, a FAFSA application. And we're going to talk in a future episode about continuing scholarships at Utah State. And like Brooke said, almost all of them are going to require that you will have submitted this FAFSA. And so go ahead, do it. Like you said, do it early. It opens this week. And so maybe sit down, start gathering information, give your parents or, or you know, guardians a heads up. Hey, I'm going to be asking you some questions start getting some information because it is so important that you submit this. A couple of things. A lot of the time here in Utah, we hear, well, I don't want to take out student loans. 
and I know I'm not going to get anything else, right? And Brooke, you kind of mentioned this. You don't have to accept any of the federal aid that is awarded to you, but you can't accept anything that's not awarded to you, right? And so making sure that you do take the time to submit it, that doesn't mean you have to accept all of these student loans that may you're not interested in taking, um, or maybe you're offered loans that are way more than you need, you can accept partial portions, you can, right, there's a lot of options, but they all start with you filling out and submitting that FAFSA. For sure. So the, the loans are always offered, never put on without you accepting them. They're actually a loan counseling and a master promissory note requirement that you would even have to do before the loans would pay. So there's a lot of things that that make you accountable for the loans and and really give you information so you're an informed borrower. Um, if if you don't want the loans, you can leave them offered on your account or you can decline them. And if something comes up during the school year where you are in a bind and you something fell through with scholarship or housing, you had an increase in housing and you needed something that's much better to have it there waiting for you rather than start the process over or start the process when you really need it. So I just, there are so many benefits. It's, you're never obligated to anything, but it could all open so many other opportunities for you. And we're happy to help. We're happy to help get the the application filled out if you have any questions. Yeah. And those of you that are in your first semester, you may or may not remember doing this, or maybe you did, maybe you didn't submit it. But my biggest recommendation, and one thing I wish I would have done more as an undergrad, is using those financial aid counselors when it comes to filling out your FAFSA and talking through your options on accepting or not accepting whatever it is that you might be awarded. So as we wrap things up, Brooke, do you have any parting words or final thoughts for our students listening to the podcast? Like I said, we're here to help. Our office can be a little intimidating. Our finances can be a very scary and stressful part of college. There, You need money to go to college. And sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming. So we are here to help in any way we can. And we are not scary. We want to help you. So stop by our office and and let us help you find uh, resources and uh, complete your education. Perfect. Just a few final reminders from me. You should never have to pay to submit your FAFSA. So if you find yourself in a situation where they are asking for you money from you, stop what you're doing, visit Brooke's office, right? Visit the financial aid office because that's a, a scam. And we unfortunately do see that with the FAFSA. So make sure that you know you will never have to fit pay to fill this out or submit the form. The other thing that I want to remind you is that current students, you have been assigned a a number at usu.edu email account. That is the email account that all of the communication from the financial aid office will be sent to. So make sure that you are checking that. Make sure you know how to check that. If you don't, stop by the orientation office in TSE 105 and we will help you out. But it is super important that you are utilizing that A number at usu.edu email account because that is the official means of communication from the university. 
the last reminder I have is that the FAFSA for the 2022-2023 academic year opens October 1st, that's this week. So make sure that you get that filled out, set a reminder on your phone or your calendar so that you can get that submitted as early as you can. As always, you can follow us at USU A Team on Instagram or email us at orientation at usu.edu. We are here to help. I'm going to make sure to include the financial aid office's contact information in our show notes as well because they are there to help and want to help you with this process. Go back and listen to other episodes of the podcast and stay tuned for more episodes to come. Reach out if you have any questions and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Go Aggies.